what are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. You just don't know when to give up, do you? I could do this all day. The Matt Sodnikar Podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Matt Sodnikar. Appreciate you listening. I'm talking to Alan Spiker. He is the founder of the Trash Pickup Club of Ashburn, Virginia. And I had stumbled upon a post uh, featuring him on Reddit. And um, we'll get into more of what's going on later. But with that, uh, Alan, thanks for making the time, but it's good to talk to you. Yeah, my pleasure. So what I liked about, you know, kind of the more that I dug into the post, it was on like a, a trash hashtag trash tag post. But when I clicked on the photo, um, you were wearing a, a red jumpsuit or sweatsuit or whatever. Yeah, it, there's a sweatpants and a shirt. Yeah. I don't know where this jumpsuit <laughs> thing came from. I'm not like sliding into a one piece or something. It's not a tankini. Okay. They are separates. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess next year I'll have to wear some sort of belt with a logo on it. <laughs> but what I loved about it, and like I said, I'm an amateur like social scientist or whatever, and I would just pick it up from whatever. But like you had kind of gamified picking up trash. You'd made it like an event. And mm-hmm. the thing that I loved, and I'll post a photo of this when the episode goes out, is you had built a, like an archway out of boxes and had a logo. And... I just thought the the creativity of what the event was, it, it was just super cool. And I, I like doing things like that. But how did this all get yeah. started? It's picking up or the uh or the trash, the actual events. Any of it, yeah. Like well, how about yeah. picking well, up? Okay, so if if we're talking about running, right, like making it into an event, I've I've been running uh at least somewhat since uh eighth grade science teacher who was a cross country coach said that I had long legs. And so that's when I started running and I ran in, ran in high school, ran all through college or, uh, except for a year in college. Um, and then, so of course, then I also was out there picking up trash and I would do it every once in a while. I'd pick out a spot in my neighborhood. This would go back 10, 12 years, but it wasn't very often. It would maybe be like once a year. Hey, I'm going to do like trash pickup day myself and I'm going <clears> to <throat> go pick up a spot that's been bugging me kind of thing. And then I'd say more or less, uh, somewhere in the last five years, it started becoming a lot more common. Like where I had it on my, my calendar on my phone. Hey, first of the month, go, go for a trash pickup. And then of course I would run, uh, cause I was going to probably run anyway. And then that actually turned into, if you run, you're cutting down the distance between a piece of trash and the next piece of trash. So, uh, that, that made sense by itself. And I guess it probably looks a little bit strange when people see somebody running with a trash bag and then the grabber, which the trash grabber, or whatever different terms they have for the little, you know, the little claw thing. Um, I, uh, these days I feel like people see something, they see anything, uh, any sort of impetus in your hand and they think, is that just for a split second, is that a gun? So I, I try and fancy it up, make it red, put, uh, my daughter's Barbie stickers on it, whatever. Um, just, and I, so if somebody's colorblind, I guess they're on their own with that one, but, um, but I try and, make it look uh, a little bit less threatening. And so that's sort of my gear as I have gloves. Um, and then I stuff trash bags in my socks, which is, I don't know if that serves a purpose, but that's just where I put them. And I'll, I'll have a spot maybe in mind or a place I'm running to and I'll go, okay, 
uh, probably seven bags is what I'm going to need and I'll load them up. If, however, uh, the Reddit thing, I was getting some feedback like, Hey, well, he's just throwing these bags in a landfill. He's wasting them. I will reuse them as much as I can. So I'll fill a bag. I'll dump it in somebody's recycle bin in a neighborhood or at a school or behind a business. And I'll wave at them in case they're looking out the window, getting ready to call the cops. Like, Hey, thanks a lot. Um, and then, um, um, and then I'll just, you know, reuse that bag. Uh, otherwise I'll just fill them up and put them somewhere in recycling. Yeah. Well, and since the, I've always kind of noticed, um, debris or trash on rides and runs. And since the, I spend way too much time on Reddit anyway, but since trash tag has become a thing, it's awareness. Right. And I tend, I'm starting Mm -hmm. to notice it a lot more. And it's just like, it it was kind of always there, kind of like soft focus, fuzzy in the background. But now that I see people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does become a little bit challenging for me. I'm not a particularly anal person. Like my house is pretty clean, not, not real messy, that kind of stuff, but I can certainly collect stuff up. But like I take, uh, I'll take my son to Manhattan once a year, just like a buddy trip. And it, it does kind of like, it is sort of weird. I'm like looking out of the corner of my eye at all the trash all the time. Um, I, of course I don't pick it up. It's like, okay, I have a weekend off. I'm not going to do any of that, but, but I'd certainly want to, right. I want to go, you know, get some gloves and, um, and then we're actually going out to, I'm taking him out to, uh, Utah in November and I'll probably do some pickups there. Like, uh, we'll go to Arches national park and I'll probably build like an arch out of trash and Moab and that, that kind of thing. So, um, so it's like, uh, yeah, like you said, it's like an awareness thing. And I originally was just on Facebook in terms of keeping somebody updated. And that was partially so that my mom could see I was wearing gloves um, <laughs> out there. And then, and then otherwise, and then, you know, just putting clever things on there. I like to try and find little word plays and, and put something sort of cute on there. Um, but this was the first time that it was a neighbor of mine and said, Hey, can I manage like an Instagram account for you? Can I do Reddit for you? And I was, uh, I, I guess. Um, and so he, yeah, that was like earlier that same day and he put that thing on Reddit and people's people liked it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So are you driving or flying to Utah? Uh, flying. So there's my footprint for the year, you know, as a, as an earthling. Um, so I'm already, I've already pre- sort of fulfilled my carbon footprint. Um, and I mean, that's the other reason why I feel like I want to pick up trash. I have solar panels. I have an electric car, but I still know that I'm probably dirtier than even with all this stuff. I'm still dirtier than an average person on the planet. I'm probably cleaner than the average American at this point. Um, but you know, that's sort of part of the motivation too, is, um, just, it's just sort of, I consider it just basically rude to the earth or, you know, the future or the earth, it's just bad form to dirty it up. So that, that's, kind of what my motivation is when I want to pick this stuff up. But anyway, so, so the club, so I decided this to, uh, formalize it a little bit more. This is in January, 2017 and originally was called the excellent trash pickup club of Ashburn. And I had the EPA highlighted. So it was called the EPA. Which was like <laughs> a joke. Um, and then, um, and it was initially going to be like, Hey, we'll do monthly pickups kind of having in my mind that it was going to be probably just me all, you know, doing it more than once a month, but, um, basically saying that it was going to be a group thing monthly. Uh, and then I think sometime last year I was, of course I think about this stuff all the time. 
And uh, I went, wait a minute, TPC. So I'm, I'm kind of into golf, and there's like TPC Sawgrass, and there's the tournament players because it's TPC, so Trash Pickup Club Ashburn. So I changed it to TPC Ashburn, which just sounds cooler. It looks cooler. So, um, uh, so then I, so I changed it to that, and then, um, and then in terms of the, in terms of the pickups themselves. So you were talking about the red, the red jumpsuit. Um, I wear red one. It's my favorite color. So there's not like necessarily significance there and then i guess i'm I'm partly trying to become that guy at least in my town who they see him and like hey there's that guy he picks up trash you know maybe i should pick up trash or maybe i uh shouldn't litter or maybe i should start doing things a little bit better uh in terms of helping the environment so it's kind of like almost like a subconscious awareness thing uh, just meant to be like in my town and that people honk. I have a, I have a shirt on the back of it. that says honk if you love trash, which doesn't even make any sense. But, um, and, and so that works occasionally. Right. Uh, and that, I mean, I've been running for 31 years and not once when I was just running in track or cross country, did a guy in a pickup truck, you know, pull alongside me and say, Hey, I just wanted to thank you for what you do. Like that, that didn't happen before. So it's, it's sort, sort of neat to get uh, interaction with folks. This morning I was, I was, I went for a trash run and um, I kept crossing paths with this lady who was walking her dog. And then turns out she lived in my neighborhood as I was getting closer to home. And, and her son actually played in the NFL and the NFL draft starts today. And she's like, Hey, do you want to use my recycle bin? So it's like sort of things like that, like just a way to interact with people and let them know that you're out there and that you, you know, you care about your community and you're trying to make it better. Yeah. Do you have a marketing background? Cause I mean, a lot of this sounds like very effective branding and brand awareness and marketing. It's, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I was a marketing major in college. Uh, I've been uh, a, a recruiter. I don't know if my title is recruiting manager, but I'm a recruiter and nobody reports to me. So I'm a recruiter for an uh, e-commerce company It's actually based in, in Florida. So, um, which kind of makes sense. I, I didn't even make the connection until um, maybe sometime last year. I was like, wait, so I spend most of my time during the day in my office looking for people for our company. And then in the morning, at night, and on weekends, I'm out there looking for trash. I don't know if that's insulting to the people that, that I hire, but, um, but it, it kind of, it's the same thing. It's, it's numbers. Uh, it's, you know, how many, how many times can you reach out there to different folks? Where can you look to find what you're looking for? It's like the same, the same approach. So I'll, um, when I go for these runs, I'll look at maps. Sometimes the night before, I'll look at maps and I'll go, this looks like a good spot. Any place where there's water flowing or wind blowing or um, if it's at the bottom of a hill or any place where maybe somebody who might be in their car thinks that nobody's watching. Um, of course, any place near a school, um, parking lots, shopping areas, that's where it's going to be. So I have like regular routes that I do. And then occasionally I'll go, I'll just go check this out. And I might even go somewhere <clears throat> where there's not going to be that much trash. Like I kind of want to also go for a, a normal person run uh, for the most part. So I'll still have my grabber in the bag, but, um, but I don't have to, I don't have to stop. It doesn't turn into like a hike, which, which it usually does. I mean, once I get a full bag, I have two bags, then a lot of times I'm not even running anymore. It's just, it's just walking and seeing how, see how much I can carry. What I like about what you're doing is you're not just posting something on social media of some trash at a playground and going, Oh, look at the, you're not like piling on people. You're, you're doing something and it, yeah. it, it's, you're making a difference. 
Well, it's funny. I had um, I had a friend from college, and she showed me this literati you might have heard of, where you you post a picture of the trash item that you find, like, like one item, and and she sent me that. If you consider doing this literati, you like tag it. It'll be on a granola bar, and so you go uh, nature uh, nature valley granola bar, and then and you, you post where you found it. And I'm thinking that's that would be such a colossal waste of time if I did that because I'm usually picking up. I mean, my average <clears throat> my average pickup usually like four bags, two hundred like kitchen, you know, thirteen gallon kitchen bags. Um, that's my sort of my norm. I try and do at least 180 items per hour, so like one every 20 seconds. Otherwise, I may not do that route again, or it, it, it was sort of a waste of my abilities, I guess. Um, so, and so then, you, yeah, and then the, you counted the, the number of pieces you pick up versus time. So I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, I, well, I start my stopwatch just because I want to know when my wife and kids are probably expecting me to, you know, straggle home at some point. But I also count each item. And I don't know why I started doing that, but I did that um, even from the beginning. Um, and I think one, okay, so it, it stresses the point of each item is important to pick up. Uh, it's also good for goal setting. Like first year was 15,000 and last year was like 24 some thousand. And this year we're already at 25 some thousand. So, so I know when, and this is all of course estimates. Like I, I count a lid and a straw as one. Um, I could, if I wanted to be like that, I could take them apart. That's two. Uh, my favorite is when I find stack solo cups. You know, 15 of them because I'll, I'll, I'll pick that up with the grabber and I'll count them. They're like, okay, sweet, 17, you know, and then I go, instead of 51, now I'm at 68. It's awesome. Um, so, and it's just a good way to uh, sort of motivate yourself. And like this year, I'm trying to pick up at least, originally it was, I wanted to pick up at least 100 items per day. So uh, 36,500. Um, um, but uh, it, I'm, looks like I'm going to go well past that. So now my goal is like 166 per day, which I was trying to do the math on that. It works out to like 60,000. And if I get close to that towards the end of the year, I mean, maybe I'll just go ahead and go for 100,000 for the year. So, but right now it's, and it works out to about 1,300 bags so far. If you say 50, 50 items per bag, which is conservative, you can fit, you can definitely fit uh, 100 or 150, just depending on, on what you're picking up and where you're picking it up. Here's what drives me crazy. I mean, the, the, the metrics are staggering that there's that much trash out there first and foremost, you know? Um, yeah. But what drives me crazy about the, the internets and the, the social medias, right. Is that you're out there picking up this trash and there's some jabroni out there that's like, Oh, you're just throwing the bags in the landfill. It's like, you're totally missing the point here. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have it, even if it somehow made it to the landfill, if it's recycling, which I know happens or it gets shipped to Indonesia and it just sits in a recycling plant and then they get tired of it and they just burn it. Um, I'd still rather have that than have it be on its way to the, the coast of Ghana or something. You know I mean? Um, I'm not a big sailor or fish person or anything like that, but again, just like, that's just, that's just terrible. I mean, if it's going from the Potomac river would be the river near us. So I try and focus on that. I've actually been thinking about putting up one of those, um, they've been using them in Guatemala where it's like a thing you string out. It's actually made out of plastic bottles and you can string it out across the stream and it'll catch everything. And then you reel it back in. It's, it's like fishing for plastic basically. 
um, I've been wanting to maybe contact our the the county that I live in, contact them and say, hey, can I can I try this? Uh, they'll probably tell me no, and I'll just do it anyway. Um, but um, but yeah, there's definitely a focus on where like the streams near my house. I knew of the of the different streams. It's called Beaver Dam Run. It's the closest one to my house, and it meets up with a stream called Broad Run, and there's one called uh, Russell Branch, and they all form the the bigger broad run and then that goes into the potomac which you know everybody's heard of the potomac so um so that's kind of my you know but i'm on the i'm where the streams are still small and ashburn's a really clean town relatively i mean comparing it to the world like i haven't traveled that much um internationally but i know and i've heard and i've seen pictures of course that it's completely insane disgusting um Ashburn's clean. I mean, you have to actually sort of look, you have to know where to look like, okay, it looks clean in this parking lot. Go walk over that bend and look down, down where the drain pipe is. And they go, Oh wow, there's a whole bunch of stuff down here. So it's not going to be in your face, which is how it is in America. Anyway, it's, it's at the landfill or it's on its way to the landfill. So it's not, we don't dump it right outside of our house. We put it places where it's out of sight and then we act like it doesn't exist. Um, so that's sort of the same, the same thing. Uh, how often do you go on the same route? And my question is, uh, how uh, how fast does it get um, not repop? Let's call it re-littered to coin a phrase. How how often does it get yeah. re-littered? Yeah, I, sometimes I consider it like our our greatest uh, replenishable or renewable national national uh, natural <laughs> resource. Um, it, I mean, that yeah. should not be funny. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be. Well, then, it, but it, but literally, I mean, there's there's some of those. Uh, countries in in um northern europe are are burning trash but they're doing it in a way that's clean so they're actually i've heard of this they're actually importing trash from other countries in some cases because they're using it to to run their their homes and their businesses so it's literally a thing um there's i have like a main route that it's there's a high school right by my house i'll run through the parking lot and there's always stuff in there um and then and then there's there's a trail system there's actually a it's like a modified railroad uh, network's 46 miles long. It's pretty straight. It goes from uh, about 60 miles west of my house, which is about 25 miles west of Washington, D.C., all the way down to, to D.C. And so I'll run on that all the time. And there's always, there's bottles and, and bikers who are throwing their little the little gel pack, the, that kind of stuff. Um, but otherwise, I generally will go, okay, I want to do this one tomorrow. I want to go um, over here. Occasionally, there's like a little bit more of a... Um, uh, a little back and forth with with the company, and I'm, and I'm not picking on Honda. I own a Honda; they're great, whatever. Um, but they, their property, their dealership in Ashburn, they had all this trash right along the trail, and it was on their property, and they hadn't picked it up. So I just Facebooked them real quick. I was like, "Hey, you guys might want to consider picking this up. Happy holidays!" You know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, standoffish or anything. I swear. Um, and they said, "Thanks for your feedback." And I'd bike by there, and I actually bike to work a fair amount too. And I would every every time I bike to work, I'd go by it and I'd go, "Yep, I'm still there. I'm still there." So. I finally went and picked up and I actually knew where I had seen the grill to a Honda in another trash pickup that I had done, but I left it there. Cause I'm like, some, some teenagers going to want this. Some kids going to want this. This thing's cool. Um, this was like three months earlier. I ran back to that spot. It was like on the edge of a woods in my town and it was still there. So then I picked up that. I went over to where this dealership was and I picked up around, I didn't go on their property. I picked up around it and on the edge there. And I built a, I built a Honda out of trash. So I had black bags for the wheels and then the, uh, <laughs> and then like the platform to the car and then these bags on top. And then I actually, and then I was taking self and I put the grill on the front and I actually found a, uh, a license plate just 
near their property. So, cause that probably blew on the wind too. And I, I called it, I called it the Honda civic duty spelled like duty, like dog poop. But then I said, that's, that's sort of mean. So now it's, now it's the civic duty, like D U T Y. Like I'm, we're doing what we should do. And so I, I, um, had it online. I think I tried to hashtag them. I'm not real sophisticated with that. Um, I'm getting there, but, um, but I did notice that they at least mowed the area. Like within a week it was, it was clear cut and they had at least chopped up all the stuff that was on their property into little bits with a, with a driving mower. Um, so yeah, stuff like that, like I have little things like, Hey, let me, yeah, let me, let me go after them. Or, or a lot of times it's the adopt the trail. I'm sure they have that in, out your way like mm-hmm. you adopt a yeah. highway program that's, that's yeah. a national thing i suppose uh and the funny part is i think that they they do two years and they're supposed to pick up every six months but most of the time they just get their sign everybody shakes hands they pick up for a half hour and then now they have a sign forever and they don't pick it up anymore so i'll pick it up for them like i picked up there's a section of that same trail that jet blue has adopted and I, and I, so I picked up it's like a thousand and six items, like 10 bags. And I piled it up next to their sign along the trail. And I said, Hey, JetBlue, I have 10 bags. I'd like to check. Um, and then I emailed, then I actually wound up just emailing the, um, the park authority again. I mean, nothing wrong with JetBlue, but it's, it's not going to hurt to get these guys going, okay, wait, we need to do better with that too. Yeah. Agreed. And it's probably just in the, the chain of command. Somebody's just not scheduling it. Somebody's not doing it. And yeah, I mean, good on them for adopting it to begin with. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's great that they did that, but it's almost like that whole program. I don't know much about it, but it almost seems like it would be uh, a motivator to not pick up like these, these guys have got it. So I don't need to pick it up. You know, I don't need to take any responsibility for this because they're going to come around every, every month and clean it up because JetBlue adopted this, this section of trail. Uh, that could be what it is, right? Is people just say that, well, they'll get it next time. Yeah. If it's been adopted. Something like that. Yeah. Well, going back to your, um, being a good host or, uh, a good guest at, uh, the, on the earth, where did your, um, uh, eco awareness start? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a vegetarian, at least not yet. Uh, I'm not, real far into this stuff. I actually, my, my, um, in-laws when they visit, they, I think they sort of laugh cause they see how many paper towels I use. Like I'm still trying to get out of that habit. Um, but, um, but my dad was involved in an organization. Uh, it was like a, uh, organization that kept a, a stream or a network of streams clean. Um, and, and, I, but I really didn't know much about it. Um, and then, uh, and I've always been just an outdoorsy kid. So tree forts, like I would get up when I was little, I'd get up in the morning, kind of stuff you can't really do anymore, but I would get up uh, Saturday morning. I was in the woods, came home for lunch maybe, and then came home when it was dark. Um, so it's more like, it's it's not so much an environmental thing, although I certainly care about that a lot. Uh, it's more like the, the chance to be outside and be by myself most of the time actually i think it's part of the perk too um and then it and then it becomes like if you're not picking up everything so i don't pick up like tires usually i don't pick up because i don't pick up every single thing that i see and there might be some bags that i'll leave there or things that i don't think are recyclable um i'll generally leave those there it becomes like a treasure hunt so i'm looking for things that we can recycle that we can turn this back into energy and keep you know keep co2 out of the um, out of the air kind of thing. So, and then it's, and then it's also like 
urban exploring, suburban exploring. I know all the little cut throughs. My town has, I mean, I say town, but it's Ashburn, Virginia, it's 55,000 roughly population. But I know all, if you go through here, if you go around that fence, now you're over by the, you know, you're over by the drugstore and then this is how you get by the pizza place. I know all the little uh, routes and for the most part, in a lot of cases, like who has a dog in their backyard and all that kind of stuff too. Um, so, and then, and then just kind of finding little spots. And then there's, there's places where I run. I'm like, I had no idea this is here. This is really cool. There's uh, like a little park with rocks and um, just scenic areas that you maybe would have never seen if you weren't out there um, sort of looking for something versus like doing like your normal run route. Yeah. So that's part of the draw for me was I would the summer mornings when it was still kind of dew on the ground, <clears throat> I'd get up and yeah, I spent a lot of time in trees, either climbing them or just in the little forest ish areas around my house. There's, there's nothing better than like a, like 7am on a June morning, man. It just can't be beat being outside. Well, um, like it's typically Saturdays I'll, I'll go on a, on a, on a pick and before I had an electric car, I didn't, I generally would try to, well, what's the point if I'm going to be driving there and burning gasoline. So I'm trying to run from my house. Now I call it a destination pickup if I'm going to be driving there. So I'll tell my wife like, yeah, I'm doing a destination pick. I know this sounds nerdy, but this is kind of what I've been doing at home. Um, and then I'll go to whatever spot I've had picked out. Uh, and then when I, and then when I get home, I'll, I'll announce how many items I picked up. No one's listening. I mean, they're on their iPads or, you know, there's not even anybody in the house. And I'm like, you know, 240 and then I write it down. I, so I actually write down how many I picked up in it's in my, in my kitchen, uh, you know, like your, your kitchen drawers where we have our cups. So I open that up and then I write down the number of the pick for that year and then what number I picked up. And so that's how I can add it up. And then when I'm actually running, I, I probably look de pretty deranged because I'm in some cases I'm actually saying the number out loud over and over again, 141, 141, 141, 142 like that, just so I don't forget. And if I ever forget, then I, I go back to the last number I remember. So I go with, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to cheat the system, even though no one would care. I could come back and say, Hey, yeah, I picked up 70,000 items this morning. Oh, wow. Neat. Good for you. Um, but this is a way, like I said, to be able to sort of set goals for myself too. And know, you know, know what's working. The, uh, the engineer in me is thinking that that your, your spreadsheet needs to be sort of digitized and shared. So it's like a, a graph, like a, a website where you can just see it track over the year. Yeah. Well, I sometimes, yeah. And I, I agree with that. I also sometimes like writing something by hand, although I have a coworker that says, so you're using a piece of paper to write down how much trash you're picking up. Um, <laughs> but so I'm using the same piece of paper for like a year and a half. I think we're, we're going to be okay here. Um, but, um, but I can tell by the, by my handwriting, like, okay, yeah, that was a good one. You know, you sort of like these subtle clues you get from the way that you wrote something. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. At some point I'll probably make it to maybe like some sort of Google doc. If I get more people who are, who are doing runs on their own or, um, occasionally someone will say, Hey, like a friend from high school, Hey, I picked up and they live in Hilton head. I picked up today. Look what I did. And they'll put it online. It's like, okay, that's, that's TPC Hilton head. Um, or actually, uh, my high school track coach, his, um, his grand nephew just recently did like one of those scuba pickups where you're apparently he's a scuba instructor and he was in the military. Um, and so they picked up around Okinawa and they picked up 120 
pounds of trash like so that's tpc okinawa so we can have like we can branch it and and franchise it i mean and of course nothing official but i like to um i like to sort of designate that so that they you know they they feel like they're part of the club too oh i love that idea i love that idea so we've well, had a couple people say, Hey, can I start? You know, I'm like, yeah, I'll even, I'll put it on the logo. I'll, I'll take Ashburn off of there. Here's, here's your name. Go, you know, go pick up. But, um, are you, are you selling the t-shirts or did you just have that made? So, so I, yeah, I don't sell, I mean, I don't try and fundraise and I tell people that there's so much, uh, money collecting fundraising that goes on for everything it's somebody's birthday like I'm raising money and they're all, all these charities are great causes I'm just sort of tired of, of people asking for money and giving money so if someone offers a donation I'll turn it down if somebody were to like give me a check I guess I'd rip it up or if they hand me cash I'm gonna hand it back to them I don't want it you know because you should be one this isn't like it's this expensive to just make some t-shirts once a year uh, or trash bags or grabbers or whatever too you should be most people should be willing to put a little bit of their own money i don't have to like break even on this i should lose a little bit of money you know this is what i'm trying to do is important and it's more important than a little bit of money um so yeah i mean i've i'll probably wind up maybe doing something like that at some point or if like we have if this year we've maybe had 50 people at the at the trash pickup run and walk if we have 300 and they're all clamoring for t-shirts then i guess maybe i'll say like okay yeah everybody 10 bucks but i really don't want to do that i mean i don't i just don't want it to be a thing that involves if you want to if you want to volunteer and help out yeah if you want to maybe give me some trash grabbers or i'm okay with that but um but i don't you know i just don't want money to be part of the thing well, even as I was saying that, and just simply because of the the awareness, you know, the honk if you love trash, like that you're establishing an identity and going out there, I will turn down race t-shirts from the runs that I do because A, I don't want to handle it and B, I don't need it and C, I don't want to have to get rid of it in yeah. six months when I've never worn it, you know, thank you, but no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, last year we, I was going to maybe do shirts and I thought, well, no, that defeats the purpose. This year, okay, so we're going to do shirts this year, but then next year, encourage the people who were there last year to reuse their shirt, you know, wear it again. And I was going to say something like, hey, make sure make sure you wear this at least 10 times so we can get maximum value out there. And it just says TPC Ashburn on it. Doesn't, it just, and I don't know if you've seen the, we well, can kind of see the logo on that one picture, but it's a, it's a runner silhouette with, and I added a, a trash bag to the silhouette. Um, and then well, my wife actually has a vinyl press or printer. So she was, so we just ordered a bunch of red shirts, a bunch of different sizes. And then she was pressing the printing out the logo and pressing it on there. And then the, um, and then the metals are just Amazon boxes. So I'm just cutting out circles, uh, like turning the cups up, upside down, tracing it. And I put the logo on there and it'll say, uh, trash pickup club, run and walk 2019. Um, or, and then at the bottom, it'll have some sort of catchphrase like, the trash lead or I think I wrote a uh, quicker picker upper on a bunch of them this year. And then when people finish the walk or the run. Um, so this year we, we would play the, the award ceremony music from star Wars from the first star Wars. <laughs> and so as, so they're walking with their bags and I, I didn't like kneel in front of them or anything, but I would put the metal on them and shake their hand. And, um, and then at one point, during the, the pickup this year. So, so this lady came across and we did the award ceremony. And then she says, you're not going to believe this, but, but one of the, one of the routes that, that we sent her off on, um, 
they she was picking up along a pond and there was a, a fish like a live fish trapped inside of a plastic bag and she freed it out of the bag so we just keyed up we keyed up the music again and and gave her another medal you know put another another medal around her neck um, <laughs> that's so, incredible which is which is kind of exactly what i was going for right like not necessarily like saving animals but um that um that's the kind of stuff that i think will start happening more if you know if we can expand it a little bit and at some point all the trash will be gone if 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 everybody's doing this right and they then they start making the seaweed bottles that are biodegradable then i'll have to go back to you know playing golf on saturday mornings i guess or or maybe actually spend time with my family <laughs> one, of the, one, one of the two well i put on a uh unsanctioned cyclocross cyclocross race here in parker uh every year and at mm -hmm. the end of it we have a, a knighting ceremony for the new banditos <laughs> so oh, that's cool uh, yeah. but we always we're always good stewards of that park because we want uh parks rec to be happy with us so i'll just uh, yeah hide the people so what we'll do this year is we'll make it um a tpc bandito cross because we always pick okay. before and after but count mm -hmm. me in for that for sure no good deal yeah no we'll do, so the the thought was a couple of years ago when i decided to start doing that would well, let's just make it a race let's make it a trash race originally it was going to be 3.1 miles uh just do it on your gps there's there's somebody says go and then everyone will just run in some random direction and i started thinking you know that's that's a good way to probably get some people killed you know because you they would go well, i know where there's trash right along the interstate i'll just go run down there and i'll come back with 10 bags um, so then I went, well, okay, we should, probably should have routes or just little walking routes. And so this year we had like three walking routes and then folks picked up and that was, um, pretty much everybody was just walking around and they, we had like a, a yellow leader and a blue leader and they had the t-shirt that was that color. Everybody else had a red t-shirt that they were given. And then, so they would follow those folks off on their routes. And then once we're done with all that and all the award ceremonies and everything, then, then we do the run part. And so the first year we had one runner um who did the 5k route was me uh and i was gone for like five hours just just picking stuff up and then this year so, so this year we had five so it's 400 percent increase in one year uh so i guess so the next year we have 20 if, if the pattern stays true um but that was fun i mean i i usually like i said prefer to do it by myself but that was cool to have other people actually trash running with me and we had a starter and then the walk has a starter too my my daughter's been the um we call her the, the glitter bug like the official starter of the trash run and walk. And so she just says, ready, set, go. But she wears wings and she has a, a sparkly purple shirt with the logo on it. How old is she? Um, uh, she's seven. And then I oh, have a, perfect. yeah. And then I have a 10 year old son and he, during the pickup, he mostly just um, climbed a tree and just watched people pick up. And then I actually found this really cool uh, plastic skeleton head. I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll do something in the fall. I was already sort of kicking something around that we could do another event like in the October, November timeframe. And it was this really cool plastic skull with this trash hanging off of it. And I looked back and he had already smashed it with a hammer. This was within <laughs> like 30 seconds of finding it. So I had to come up with something else. That was going to be like the, the, um, the Halloween pickup logo. Boys so will be so that, yes, exactly. So, the, so that's the, that's the, the, the running event or the annual event. And then I'm, I'm working with a couple of the local running clubs to do um, 
this is still in its infancy, but like a, I want to call it like the rubbish cup and it would be like, like the Ryder cup, or I'm trying to think of other things you compare it to where, or I guess maybe America's cup where somebody takes ownership and has that thing for a year and then we do it again the next year. Um, and it would be two running clubs they are both fairly large. They have like 150 members each. And, and so we would have maybe um, four routes and then different teams and they would see how much they could pick up in an hour. And I'd see if I could actually figure out a way to get them to be able to count because it is difficult to remember the number that you're on. Um, and then um, there's another thing, the Beaver Dam Run that I mentioned in the stream. I want to do a run called the Best Dam Beaver Dam Run Run, uh, which would be which would be just like a run along the stream. And that would be more like a running event and then still do the, the third annual event um, next year. I like to do it, by the way. So the reason it's in March is – you guys don't really have ticks out there, do you? Um, no. Lyme disease is, is definitely a thing, especially in our county. And so wintertime, anytime it's colder than 40 or so, 35, freezing ideal, that's like prime time for me. I can, now I can go through the woods and I still have my socks, my pants tucked in my socks, but um, I don't have to worry about Lyme disease as much. So I don't like to do as much stuff in the summer. Plus, it, plus trash gets a little bit more gross in the summertime. You know, it's hot and um the cold so that's why that's why i tend to try and do this stuff when it's cold out and everyone's like why are you doing this in march it's cold and windy and I'm like well this is why it makes sense also the leaves have uh the leaves have um broken down and there's no leaves on the trees out here in February, you know, January, February, March. So you can see all the trash. So people will say, I've seen it. I see so much trash recently. And I notice people sort of notice it more that time of year. Cause that's when you can see it. Once the leaves are back, it's still there. It's just, it's, it's covered up. So it also, it's also harder to find. The only, the only deal killer when it's cold like that is if it snows, then, okay, there's nothing we can really do. Um, which is kind of weird. I, I wind up, I mean, I want to go sledding with my kids, but I'm also like sort of bummed out that there's snow on the ground because I don't, I can't really find stuff. That's awesome, dude. Well, I'll, I'll post yeah. links to, uh, the, the Facebook page, the event you've got on there to get some awareness, but, uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's been cool talking to you, man. It's like, I, I had a sense that you weren't in this for any exposure or any, um, you know, praise or anything like that. You just did it because it was something you could do, and and that you met yeah, my expectations. Fun. Yeah, you're, you're cool. Yeah, I mean, I like to put stuff. I like to put stuff on the internet and have, eh, it's funny, you know, and and fifty people like it. Like that's that's still fun. I'm not. It's sort of weird to think like, well, hey, if I'm doing something community oriented, that it means that I don't like attention at all, you know. And if you like attention even a little bit, it invalidates everything that you're doing. I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily fair. Um, but, um, but yeah, mostly it's just cause I like, I like doing it, you know, and it's just, it's just a cool thing to do. And I find, I do find a lot of, I find a lot of cash, which is weird. Um, I find yeah, especially this year, I've been finding, I found twenties, two twenties, a couple tens, a five, found a dollar on Tuesday. Um, and then like December, I found a, a $50 gift card to a brewery and had all the money still on it. So that's like, uh, that's three dates. Um, so that'll be enough to cover all the date nights with my wife for like a year and a half. Um, the, the tennis racket, I found a tennis racket that I actually use and I had a pretty good tennis racket before I found this thing. It was like down in a ravine. So I didn't feel like, Hey, I should go find the owner of this. So my, my, my son and I'll go play tennis and he, he uses my old racket. 
Um, you find wallets. I find a lot of Fitbits too, which I don't. I guess you have to actually then be able to sync it to whatever, you know, whatever phone you're using. Um, but um, so yeah, so there's there's that element to it too. I mean, you you can you can sort of find stuff in some cases, stuff that's actually valuable. Is there anything stranger than a tennis racket that you found? Um, no, I mean, strange in the sense, like I found a Miami university cup that I actually, uh, drink from, you know, I bring it home and wash it. I mean, that's sort of gross, but, um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't necessarily think strange. I find some, I found a toy where it was like a, a shark and this matchbox car would jump through it. And it was just way out in the woods. Like there wasn't anything else near it. Um, but, but nothing where I was like, yeah, this is the weirdest thing in the world. Um, that I can think of. I mean, it's actually, most of the stuff actually has some value that, um, that I find. And so I'll just, I'll stuff that in my pocket. And then a lot of times I'll find gift cards. I'll find gift cards. I'll bring them home and I'll have my wife check them, check the code on this, see if there's anything left on it. And pretty much always no. Uh, I think there was $10 on an Amazon card. And then there's the, um, that gift card to the, to the brewery. I've got a little Spider-Man and a shark that I found on rides and they okay. adorn my bike now too. So I pick them up. Nice. Little, you have, to, you have to rescue the toys that that's just. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. Squirt guns. Yeah. I found, well, this is, this maybe isn't strange, but I found a, uh, in fully inflated, it was in perfect shape, uh, gigantic, uh, beach ball. Uh, that was a globe. And I was like, well, this is, this is appropriate. Um, <laughs> totally. So, yeah. So that, that went in the garage for a while. Well, uh, going back to that, uh, Miami cup that you use, um, I've never told this story on, on the, the podcast, but I've told it to a bunch of friends. I was riding a couple years ago and at a stoplight looked down and there was a pack of ding dongs that was sitting in the gutter. And so mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, some ding dongs. I picked them up and I squoze or squeezed the, the packet and it was still airtight. So I stuck them in my Jersey pocket and then kept riding, came back, threw them in the freezer and then, uh, check the integrity. And then like the next day I was like, I ate them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, well, I found on Tuesday, I found a, uh, a, a bottle of, uh, sunscreen and I, I could tell it was full and I'm thinking at aerosol can, I'm thinking what kind of sick person's going to put somehow put poison into an aerosol can. So that'll be my sunscreen for a while. Um, it was one of the, one of the jumbo ones. And I, I do find, I do find a lot of unopened beers, which I can, and which I, don't really drink. I think I gave some to my nephew one time. He was helping me pick up around Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> he just, he just took him back to college with him. He was like, Oh, this is a huge score. And they were natty lights. Um, Ugh. but, uh, <laughs> but I find, but I find like all these beers on open and I'm thinking, and I want to, I, I don't know how I get in touch with the teenagers in the area, but just say kids, when you're in the woods and you're, and you're having a little beer party, uh, would you please finish your beer? Cause it, cause it actually gets heavy. I don't really have enough time to like open it and dump it on the ground. So, um, anyway, this is a public service to remind teenagers to, to finish their beer. Yeah. I'm but, sure uh, what happens is that the, the 12 pack or the suitcase like fails and it falls out and they try to pick them up and they're just, their hands are full or something, but <laughs> yeah, well, they're like, well, I got to get home and I can't take this home. I mean, that's the thing I find junior high schools. I find a lot of, um, cigarette packs but there's like a radius you'll usually find it like ending at about 100 meters from the school you'll see um cigarette um just marlboros and so forth and um newport is the other one i see a lot of and then high schools it's it's a little bit more beer 
up in the woods and then you kind of see like condom pack and you're like, okay, I guess that's good. Right. And I don't pick it up. I just kind of, I'll pick up the box. Right. Um, otherwise just kind of go like, okay, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. You, you have to be in your, uh, breaking bad biohazard suit for that. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally I've been in the woods and I, and I actually almost feel like I'm trapped by deer carcasses. If it's a road where a lot of deers are getting hit and I, you know, you, like a horror movie i turn left and there's another deer and i'm like okay wait i gotta retrace my steps just to get out of here because this it smells bad um that actually happened a couple months ago it was off there's a spot and then i know but then i know now i, I shouldn't drive on that road at dusk because a lot of deer get hit so it's that kind of info and i'll tell my wife hey don't you know don't drive on belmont ridge road near brambleton when it's dark out because people are hitting deer like crazy I'm amazed at the the information you can find simply going for a walk, right? It slows it down, you know, or even a run and just stop and looking around mm-hmm. something that, and, and I ride a ton and it's just, it's, it's a different experience just being on two feet as opposed to being on a bike running or walking. It's like, and I make myself go for walks and I realize like, I really, really enjoy this. Yeah. What's cool. I mean, I'm on my phone plenty, but you can't really be on your phone while you're doing it. Uh, same thing for biking. Like I don't really bike necessarily for just like joy rides. I'll, I'll commute to work that way a fair amount. And I'll, but while I'm doing it, I'm like, okay, so I see that trash there or, you know, it'd be cool. Why don't I pick up here? So I'll kind of like come up with what I want to do either later that day or, or that weekend or later in the year while, while I'm biking. And of course, you know, bike, I can be out there in nature on the trail, but also being able to like watch this stuff and figure out where I need to, where I need to help out. And I'm actually, in this case, the trail, I'll actually pick up my route. I'll try and do like once a year, I'll try and do, it's a 13 mile one way commute. So it's not real long, but I'll try and pick up along the whole stretch of it over the course of the year. So that literally I'm, I'm riding a cleaner route. I don't have to deal with looking at this stuff as much. So that's, that's kind of the the other advantage too. Like, like there's a coal that I, I ride behind and so I've, and there was just one spot where there's just tons of trash right there in the parking lot. It was kind of weird that they didn't want to take more pride in, in picking it up, but that's the thing. I mean, most people don't. And so then I picked it up and I said, there's, there's only one way to produce clean coal. Hey, you guys have coals in Denver. It's K- yeah, a clothing store. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so that, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, you're not looking at your phone so you can actually think and go like, Hey, and I mean, I think about other stuff too, but over the last year or so it's it's mostly trash that i'm i'm thinking about well i'll uh i'll make a commitment to you right here i'll clean up my little two and three and four mile run route that i go on here so um i i'll just say i'm gonna do that for you so i think it's great yeah somebody if you don't do it um somebody might not agreed that's that's the thing yeah i can't change the world but i can change my backyard for sure yeah, and if you and if you find a unopened beer, go ahead and you have my permission to pound it. That's fine. <laughs> if it's a decent beer, <laughs> but I, yeah, I would look it over though. You know, like everything you pick up, look at it real quick. You kind of just make sure. And I haven't seen a needle yet. It's one of the advantages of living where I live. I, I don't. I see clearly somebody has fashioned it into some sort of drug paraphernalia. I, I like to think it's mostly weed or just weed. That's I'm sure that's not the case, um, but. Um, uh, but I, I still haven't seen a, a syringe or a needle, not in not in 10 years of picking up. But I still like even when I I'll pick it up and I'll put it in the bag and I'm running along and I'll sort of hold the bag out a little bit further 
just in case there's something in there that I don't want it to accidentally scrape my leg. I, the chances of that happening, I think, are pretty slim. I'm usually wearing long pants and all those things. But still, well, you don't want your mom to worry, it. right? Yeah, that, and then the tick thing, like I mentioned. So, I'll you know whether it's summertime or I'm in the winter and there's no way there's ticks on me because it was 25 degrees out. I'll still when I get home, I immediately go upstairs and you, I'm in the shower. You'd think that I just interned at three mile Island or something. Cause I'm like <laughs> scrubbing everywhere. And, and just, it, because they're, you know, deer ticks are so small. You don't even really necessarily see them. It's the insidious part of it. Um, and it's, just, it's just Lyme disease. I mean, you, you take a medicine and you're, and you're probably fine if you catch it early enough, but it's still, it's still kind of scary. I mean, you don't want to get yourself sick just cause you're out there. Well, Alan, yep. this has been awesome, dude. It's been, uh, <laughs> you and I would be uh, run buddies if we, if we lived close to each other. You're just you're fun yeah. as hell. Well, I'll be in Denver. I'll be in, I'm, I'm flying out of Denver when I'm in uh, Utah later this year. Oh, well hit me up, so, man. If we can uh, uh, grab I'll, a beer. Yeah. That'd be uh, cool. Totally. For sure. Awesome, man. Well, I'll post links to everything on Facebook so people don't have to write it down, but, um, okay. Alan Spiker, it, it's cool talking to you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah.